Left Curve Comedy Network. Da 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 distraction. Da 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 distraction. Da 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 distraction. Distraction, distraction. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Will, host of Distraction Podcast. This is the podcast where I teach you about some little everyday overlooked item, the history and its origins, so that you know the details behind this thing that we all have come across and we all use and we all know about, but we don't know where it came from and why it came from and where it's going. And that's what this podcast does. Uh, so tonight, Susie Harloff on Facebook asked me, uh, "What? what's up with push pins? You know, the little things on cork boards that hold up papers and that sort of thing. Uh, she must be in education or something and ha- be surrounded by push pins or in a cartography og- office. I'm not sure. But there is a place where she just needs to know uh, how were push pins invented. And so tonight I'm about to tell you all about push pins. The year was 1900 and it was Newark, New Jersey. There was an inventor named Edwin Moore and he had grown tired of using nails. Mommy, mommy, I grew. You grew. I did. Oh, Edwin, I'm so proud of you. Yes. What? What is this? Is this like a historical recreation or... Or are you just happened to coincidentally no, be I'm a, just, Timmy, a I'm just proud that I grew. Yes, and I'm going to mark his height on the wall with a pin. This is my podcast studio. This is not your house or a closet door or anything mm. like that. You can't just go graffitiing his height on my walls. Mommy, the man is trying to keep me down. Now, I'm trying to grow, and the man is trying to keep me no, down. I'm is not this the way life you? is? Yes, get used to it, Edwin. Your man will always keep you down. <sighs> No, I'm not trying to prevent you from from growing. Like, biologically, I'm not going to stunt you or anything like that. I'm just asking you not to deface the podcast walls. It's just pencil. Are you guys living here? Hmm? Are you guys living in the podcast studios somewhere? Mommy, he wants to kick me out. The man wants you get, to make you me a homeless child. Right when I'm growing. We, we might uh, be borrowing the back room. No, what do you mean you're borrowing the Are you living in the in the storage closet? No. How long have you been back there? Since I was oh, 3 inches tall. Oh, but now God, right. what are I've you? Grown, mommy? 3 inches yes, tall. What it, kind of kid is this? No, is no, this a kid? You know when you measure a small uh, unborn child and it's uh, you know they tell you You measured oh, your unborn of, child? It's about the size of a pinhead. It's about, you know, 3 inches long. So Is that how you measured it? Did you get a pin inside of you to measure your developing fetus? Uh, no. <laughs> Every time I see a pin coming toward me, I still get scared. Trying to work it out. Trying to work it out. Guys, just go back in the back room and just, I will, I will come address this later after the show, but it seems like you're living very dangerously in an unhealthy way back there. And maybe we can find you a better support system than the back storage closet of this podcast studio. All right. Okay. All right. So in 1900, Edwin Moore was in New York, New Jersey, and he was tired of um, using nails to hold papers up to walls because the nails would deface the walls. They were hard, hard to pull out, and so he wanted a temporary solution. And so he came up with the idea of cutting off the tips of phonograph needles. Hey, and- excuse me. Okay. Y'all All right, old timer. Any nail clippers? Uh, I do. Oh, good. I actually I just- do. I actually do carry nail clippers. It's funny. 
I have nail clippers with me all the time because I usually notice that my nails are long and gross. Yeah, I uh, need to rip off the tips of my nails. What do you mean? You don't have to rip them off with clippers. You can just clip them off here. Well, that's what I mean. Yeah. I heard you talking about ripping the tips of your nails off, so I would. No, no, no. I, I say uh, he cut off the Edwin Moore, the inventor of pushpins. The first pins were made out of the tips uh, of phonograph needles. You're talking about the ice cream that slides up through a tube? Uh, <laughs> he invented the pushpin? Oh, the push. That's a push pop. I thought I was trying to think of an ice cream that sounded like phonograph. I was sitting there going like the bomb pop, the, the fudge sickle. What is he? No, uh, oh, you're talking about you're the push pop. You're telling me this pop. man has friendly ice cream and can rip my nails off? No, he does. He doesn't rip nails off. He just he just cut the tips off a phonograph needle, like phonograph records, like a record player, and uh, and that's what, what became the first push pins. I swear, I heard you say you ripped the tips off of nails. No, no, not at all. All right, sir. The, here, Goodbye. you just take my nail clippers and go. It's fine. But I do actually. Uh, that is true. I carry nail clippers with me because it's always like while I'm driving or as I'm about to enter a meeting or something. I notice that my nails are long and gross, and so I always have them nearby so that I can cut my nails. Shop, shop, shop. Oh, hey, hello. Ah, uh, okay. Joseph Rosenstein. You need a tip cut? I can do it. No. Oh, are you a are you a brisk doctor? Well, are you? <laughs> I didn't formally graduate, but I still perform. Oh, God. You are a recreational bris man. Yes. Uh, Did someone say the bris man's here? No. no. Snippity snip. No. Tippity so, tip. No. Oh, I'm so far behind on my scheduling. I It's been 48 years, and I still haven't had mine. I don't, no. think, it's, I don't think it's wise to get... Um, your foreskin removed after a certain age. I think that it could be actually dangerous. Oh, don't be ageist. Who are you anyway? Me? I'm the guy who hosts this podcast. I'm actually trying to teach people about push pins, but now I'm more interested in you because... Are you talking about the what? ice cream that comes in a tube? No, that's a push pop, oh, you idiot. Damn it. You're the second... Why did not you go... For There's another guy out there clipping his nails. That's how I started. I started t snipping the tips off push pops. Oh, God. So Very it's good. a weird fetish for you. This is... This is weird. Like, are you even allowed to legally cut foreskins off of human beings? Is anyone legally allowed to do it? Speaking <laughs> of legality, oh, oh boy. may I may I trouble you for a word, Consul? Oh, it's a it's a southern lawyer. Ooh. Oh no, sir! I'm no fancy lawyer. I'm just a ranchman from the south, and I'm just. Are, a are you are you uh are, are you, you are you practicing law? Or are you just a ranchman? Do you? Do you practice law or do you manage cattle? I may be practicing law here soon, sir. I like how everybody here is a non-professional. I'm okay. more of a nacho cheese man. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, get out of here. If you want to go have your, if you want to go have a circumcision in the hallway, Ooh. by all means, please do. All right, there wait are... till I call Muriel. <laughs> snip, snip, snip. Uh, ah, I've got my own son of a. How did he accidentally cut his own? That doesn't even make any sense. Like, he just has it out. Like, it's dangerously aloof <laughs> that he's just going to snip his own foreskin off. Can you believe that, ranch man? Well, I cannot, sir. Uh, what, what, what were you going to say? You were going to legally do what to me? Are you uh, William Pfaffenberger? Uh, yeah, that's my legal The name. William Pfaffenberger who uh, hosts the biggest podcast in the world, Distraction. Uh, well, I feel like that's grossly overstating this well, podcast sir, that gets I less than 10 downloads. Well, you are currently spreading lies and mistruths about a man named Edwin Moore. No, these the are The alleged truths. inventor of the push. My name is Montgomery Pushpit. 
Oh, Edwin shit. Moore is a crook and a liar and a thief. Well, I think that, I mean, how could it not be true if your last name is Pushpin? Uh, what'd exactly. You, what'd they you don't say? call it's, it more pins, do it's, they, son? It's Montgomery, it's Montgomery Pushpin? Montgomery J. Pushpin. And you must be, uh, I mean, how old are you? You must be well over 150 years old at this I point. I am 233 years young. Well, that is, uh, that is actually interesting. I'm five years younger than Jerry Jones. <laughs> yeah? Jerry Jones being the... Uh, we went to school together. Yeah? You went, Jerry Jones, who is... Uh, the owner of the Dallas Cowfellas. Okay, gotcha. All right. So uh, you want to you wanna file a dispute or something? Uh, yes, sir. I would like to uh, sue you for everything Red Cub has. Well, I do not. I'm not. I don't own the patent. The I patent do have change for a ten if you need it. Uh, I don't. Uh, I, <laughs> I don't have much money, but and I don't think you can legally sue me because I'm not the I'm not the guy you have a problem with. It's actually Edwin Moore who's dead. So I think he's got. I got you beat Wait, to the patent. Wait, what do you mean? Edwin's dead. Yeah, Edwin Moore is long dead. What happened? Uh, he well, he didn't live to be two hundred and some odd. He's not some Medusa ranchman freak like you. Only the good die young. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, you can't file that claim. I'm sorry that you feel like you're. We the had inventor. our problems, but I miss you, Eddie. All right. Well, why Those don't you nights go? You can go cry at his grave. Hold me tight. It's in Newark, New Jersey. Uh, so here we go. Uh, Edwin Moore uh, was tired of the nails. He he cut off the tip of a phonograph needle, not a foreskin. And the original handle was made out of glass. He, and he filed this patent. He was a senior at Princeton University. He filed this patent and established the Moore Pushpin Company. And so the original pushpins were made out of glass and uh, phonograph needles, steel. So he eventually figured out a process to create his own needles. And so the pushpins were made out of steel and glass. And apparently when he processed them, one-third of the production uh, would crack within and uh, so gra- glass wasn't wholly reliable. Ah, 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 ah. Holy shit, what's this? Ah. I'm a former worker for Edward. <laughs> oh, God. This reminds me of the time I, le- I met the last living man who worked on Mount Rushmore. That's a true story. I, was, uh, I went to the Black Hills, and, uh, and he was in the gift shop at Mount Rushmore, and they just propped him against the wall. Was he just browsing? Uh, <laughs> yeah. he was he was propped up against the wall and he looked like and it said no photographs without buying his book and he had written a very short book about working on mount rushmore and he was 90 something years old the last living worker and uh very pissed he looked like he had already died but i did buy his book so i could take a photograph with the last living man about Rushmore. So I'm very excited to meet you. Oh, well, if you oh, were thank the la- you. you. Oh, thank but- you for, bring- oh, I thought this was about you for a second. Well, it is. Oh, it is. Well, I guess I'll just head on out of here. <laughs> you're moving very slow. You uh, might as well just uh, tell me as you're trying to stumble out the door, slide your way out. Well, I, ironically, I as well. Tried to write a book. It's a very. I, I have written a it book. It looks like very, your fingers are curled sh- in, and like you're, you have. I have sort of- no fingers, hence the reason it's a very short book. It's actually not even really a book. It's more of an audio. Monologue. It's just it's just a line on a piece of paper, yes. like you mashed some too. So like- I, I had my. I asked my five-year-old great-granddaughter to dictate as I. Who as is I told also my still story. fifty-five years yeah. old. <laughs> 
<laughs> so she couldn't even write. No, but you have a long succession of family who don't are, are illiterate. Is that what's happening? No, it's not that factor. It's the factor that is like, well, I collected, I, I worked in the factory when it was originally all glass well, and steel pushpins. By factory, do you mean the one room that he rented to make the pushpins? Yes, we called it a factory. Yeah, that's. I think that's ambitious to call. I'm showing up to the factory. It made it. It made me sound very big in town. Everyone's like, "Ooh, he works in a factory." <laughs> Is that what you wanted? Just kind of the clout, like the street cred. I didn't have people? much. You understand? I was nobody when I was a kid, but I was somebody. Did you? When have, I worked at the factory. Did you have fingers when you started? Oh, I had. I had like 15 fingers. I was. I was. That's why people uh, you made were fun of me before, because I was a freak. I had extra fingers. <laughs> this was great. A pushpin factory where you need fingers. Yeah, and right. Then you get there and find out they're all made out of glass and steel. They break very easily, very dangerous. Mm -hmm. I quickly lost all 15 of them. On fingers. tiny little pushpin glass? They're made of glass and steel. I they know, cut but right I mean, in. I mean, at the most, it would like just make a little cut. How did it sever Well, we didn't thing? have much health care at the factory, so you didn't have gangrene any? would set in very quickly. Oh, plus the God. fact I was constantly sort of licking my fingers, licking the wounds, and then slowly by one, I would could got locked in the factory one time, was you know stuck what? there for a week, and had to gnaw away and eat Eat my fingers. You ate your own fingers. It's like a, an alive situation. I, I, you, you know what? I'm giving away too much. It's all in my book, my audio book. Uh, it, it, it's in the line that my great-granddaughter uh, wrote. I, <laughs> I don't want to give away the you whole story. You tell this disgusting story about how you did unnecessary things to like keep yourself alive, gangrene set in, you're, you're decrepit. and old. But somehow there was a woman who was willing to procreate with you. Not only that, create generations of your line. It feels like your DNA should have been one that died how long ago. Well, she was impressed that I worked in a factory. <laughs> There was very the, the bar very the entry in Newark, New Jersey was very low <laughs> in nineteen hundred. Well, it was so nice to meet you. Thank you for stopping by and giving us that insight. That is true. Oh god. Yeah. In fact the factory does still exist today outside of Philadelphia. That's interesting. Uh, he established the Moore Pushpin Company and it was the factory, I guess, was a single room that he rented. Edwin Moore started the company with $112.60. That's it. And he devoted each afternoon and evening to making the pushpins. And the pushpins he made during that day, he would sell the next morning. So he was in a constant cycle of, of manufacturing glass handles and getting the needle in there and then making dozens and dozens of these things. I'm sorry. Um, I'm trying to record a podcast. Are you okay? Oh. Oh, I'm sorry. Is this about you? It's not about well, me. Well, yeah. I mean, I host it. It's a, it's kind of about me being interested in stuff. Oh, it's your interests, not mine. The fact that I'm... I don't even know you. Trying. Why would I be interested in your interests? Of course. No one's interested in my, my struggles trying to have a baby. Uh, trying to know I... what my cycle is. And I... <laughs> What do you can't mean keep you, track of it. What do you mean you don't know what your cycle is? I can't is? keep track of my cycle. It's it's, all over it's the a pretty place. regular biological process in women. You uh, every twenty eight days, I think, that oh, you shed your uterine you lighting. You know lighting. all about my cycle. Thank you for mansplaining it to me. No, I'm just well. I'm just not trying to mansplain. I'm just trying to like give you some guidance. 
I'm a man. I can't help that I have okay. information that's valuable to share. Then explain to me how do you track your cycle. Men, men don't have periods. They don't have... <gasps> oh, there it is. Yet you know all about my... I don't know about yours specifically. You might have something wrong with you. <laughs> now I've got something wrong with me. Well, what do you of mean? Of course I do, because I'm a woman. I'm going to try to Such ask. Such a man! I'm going to ask this delicately. What is your name? Suzanne. Suzanne, is there a portion of the month where you begin bleeding? Yes. Usually it's about every... Oh, I don't know. I haven't tracked it down because of the cycle, but it feels just intuition like 20... Seven, 28 days or so. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. It's purely a guess. That's exactly what ha the, that's what's happening. That's your cycle. My, I'm, my guess is my cycle? I can just guess and I'm right? No, it's when you you don't even have to guess. Woohoo! Hey, honey! I guess we're having a baby tonight! I can feel it! Oh, God, Shit. I mishandled that. I mishandled that. I mean, I'm I'm the first to admit when something has gone, when a conversation has gone wrong. I don't know how that lady's going to execute her plan to procreate. <laughs> I don't think she's going to get it right, and I think it's going to be pretty gross. <laughs> no. Okay, Edwin Moore. So he began producing lots and lots. Oh shit! Another ghost. <laughs> You've said my name several times, which has summoned me. <laughs> Summed you? Summoned? Oh, there we go. I didn't know exactly what <laughs> what he meant. Okay, so he summoned you. Yes. Are you the ghost of Edwin Moore? You got it, baby. <laughs> That's a very modern. Colloquialism. What can for a I say? Hundred and twenty year old or actually older than that, a hundred and fifty year old ghost. I like to be cool and not act my age. Yeah, Ooh. I think you've kind of you've actually aged pretty well. Thank you. <laughs> You're actually pretty cool. Oh you think so? Yeah, but I'm not what I mean you should not take my advice. I just misguided a lady on her, on her female cycle so bad. You helped a woman find her bicycle? <laughs> no. No, no. Well. <laughs> Ooh, how kind. <laughs> Why have I'm glad you summoned me? Well, I didn't intentionally do it. I didn't know you were like Beetlejuice or Bloody Mary. I didn't realize that I could say your name like 17 times. I'm sure that I'm not sure what the number was. I have to go back and count, but yes, it's really off. It's specific. <laughs> How many times did we say it? You tell me. I don't fucking know. I don't know. You just this appeared. happens all the time. People, I doubt it happens all the time. How many times are people just talking about the inventor of pushpins? I've been summoned six times this week. Are you serious? Who yes. else is talking about pushpins like me? Howard Stern. <laughs> no, no way. Martha Stewart. No way. The girls on that new organizational Netflix show. <laughs> You've seen that show? Yes, I'm hip. 
Yeah, okay. Um, so you could actually offer some uh, clarity to some of these things. Please. Your room, was it considered a factory where you manufactured the pushpins? Did you call oh, it a factory? Oh, of course. We had a chimney and we burned things that should not have been burned to create a larger, blacker plume of smoke. <laughs> so wait, you didn't actually require fire to the manufacturing of the pushpins? You just made it look like a, a belching smoke factory? Yes. Oh, so 1900s. This is very di- Dickin- Dickens. Dick- Dick- what's, that? what's the term I'm looking for? Dickensian? Dickensian. Yes, very Dickensian. So, I'm obligated to ooh every five minutes. Is that so? Where are you when you're not summoned? That's actually a great ghost question. Purgatory. You know, I, oh, so you were sent to between heaven and hell? No one could decide if I was good or bad. Not even Santa Claus. Oh, really? Santa Claus is the guy who decides whether you go to heaven or hell? He's been keeping a good and bad list on you his entire life. I guess that makes a lot of sense. He's been lying about the whole concept. Of what? The list! Oh, really? Good, (laughs) bad, he doesn't care about gifts. He's judging for purgatory. (laughs) Santa's the purgatory gatekeeper. (laughs) The gifts just satiate our human need to uh, like affirmation. And really, he's just been determining whether you're going to spend an eternity in nowhere. (laughs) Have you ever wondered why elves and demons have pointy ears? No, holy shit. You know what? This is actually, you know, elves pointy ears? You know what? Hmm? That would make a good pushpin, wouldn't it? Are you talking about the ice cream in a tube? No, fuck you. You're the guy who invented it. Get the fuck out of here, ghost of Edwin Moore. (laughs) I can't believe this is incredible. I mean, there's a lot of ghosts that end up on this podcast, as it turns out. Uh, I know he's going to go right back to purgatory and start cutting the tips off of elves' ears <laughs> and pinning maps up with them. Uh, and so the the thing that happened was he started making lots of money off of push pins. Uh, it was just an idea to have a pin that had a handle. And that was what he put in his patent, is that he just wanted a pin with a handle on it. And he sold a dozen dozen, or that's called a gross, 144 push pins for $2. And then he had another bigger sale for $75. And then the Eastman Kodak Company, the camera company, wanted all these push pins for their offices. They He sold his first big amount of push pins for $1,000. And if you're doing the math, at the time, that was like a, a cent and a half to manufacture a push pin, or that's how much he was selling them for, probably less than that if you're trying to make a profit. Yoo-wee! Where have I found myself? This is a podcast studio, sir. A what now? A podcast studio. It's where, well, it's uh, it's basically like a, mm, uh, a record in the air that you can hear off of your telephone. Off of your what now? Uh, it is a wax cylinder that mm-hmm. is played by uh, a ghost. Uh, okay, that, that checks uh, out. Okay, there we go. I, I, I always like to connect with people on their level. All right. So how old are you? Oh, 26. <laughs> 
you just must be a hipster then. I'm old-timey. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> I like, this is a hipster who's like so retro that it's cool to sound like an old fuck. Well, you see, I died at 26, so I stayed with Oh, God my damn it, life. another ghost. This ghost. A ghost? What? You don't know the ghost rules. You're supposed to say ooh after uh, every so often. Ooh. No, not like that. Not like <laughs> not like you're surprised <laughs> or like you're into something. It's more like a spooky ooh. Ooh. No, that's like disgusted. You got to do like an ooh like you're trying to frighten me. Ooh. No, that's that's <laughs> like if like you were jumping out at your kid putting hide and seek like Yeah, I was frightening him. Yeah, but ooh. not like but that's more like a startle. I mean like a real like creep me out sort of ooh. No, that's orgasmic, and that is the last thing I want to hear from old man, 26-year-old hipster ghost. Well, let's move past this then, because I'm not getting the concept, buddy. Okay, so why have you decided to pop in? I thought I'd share my knowledge on splitting pennies. <laughs> it's because the uh, manufacturing cost of a push pin was a cent and a half. Mm-hmm. Sure and, was. And somehow you just happened to be in this the, these cheap ass podcast studios. Oh well, I live One, in purgatory, and someone told me to come on up. Uh, yeah, that was <laughs> that was Edwin Moore. What did you did you see see him on your way out? Oh yeah, we high fived. Yeah. <laughs> what did he look like? He was about to go do. Uh, he looked like he needed. A, he was he was kind of clenched in the back end and waddling a little bit, so you know he was heading towards the men's room, <laughs> the ghost men's room. <laughs> it's like yeah, he spent enough time here that he worked up a ghost shit. Yeah, it, you got to get there faster. It just falls on the floor. <laughs> and what? There's a floor. It's just not like clouds and uh, an ethereal I mean, plane. You know, you've seen Hercules, right? They kind of walk on the clouds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he showed me that. He's cool. Okay. All right. So you're a penny splitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, we used to split those old wheat pennies. They used to be made out of wheat. We used to just cut them in half. Uh, End of story. Half. Well, thanks for the the story. See you later, man. All right, see you. Bye. <laughs> uh, uh, and that's pretty much what happened. I mean, uh, he started making more things that you could use in an office space, like hello. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I, what? I'm believe, almost done with this. I, I'm almost done. I believe. I, uh, I, I believe you have my stapler. Oh, it's uh, it's the N- Morton from Office Space, my, 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 Milton. My, my name is Milton. Okay. And I don't have your stapler. I, I, we don't have stapler. We don't really use paper at all in I, podcasts. I, I, we just that last night I had a stapler here, and now it's gone. Uh, no, it, I, it's not. It's not here. I don't have it. I, I'm telling you, I don't have it. I'm, I'm going to burn down the building. I think we're going to have to pay a lot of fucking money for the copyrighted character of Milton. (laughs) Hey, Milton. I'm going to need those TPC reports Uh, on my desk. Oh, are you guys? On on Tuesday. Tuesday. Thank you. Are you guys here for the movie recreation podcast? Are you here for the movie recreation podcast? This is actually two studios down. Oh. Oh. Hey, Milton. I'm going to need directions to the studios on my... Hey. And scene. And scene. Hey, do you guys do any other movies? I, I, I have been in several films, such as Get Out and Do- Dodgeball. Do you do the same character? Yes. What's your, your, your the actor who plays Milton, your, your name is Stephen. Uh, mm-hmm, keep going. Stephen yep. <clears throat> Sondheim. Uh, I don't think that's it. <laughs> no. <laughs> Stephen. 
I don't. Definitely a I don't know what his last name is. It's definitely a Steven. Steven. I played so many characters, I've forgotten my my own. Steven Soderbergh. Out of these motherfucking snakes on these motherfucking planes. Oh, it's another one of your actors from your acting troupe. It's uh the the guy who plays Samuel L. Jackson characters. Are you guys do snakes on a plane? I believe I took my snakes off of this plane. <laughs> I'm gonna need those snakes on my desk uh, by Tuesday. I quit. Okay, get out. I quit. You guys, get out of here. Please, get out of here. Um, so, Edwin Moore began advertising. He'd made enough money to advertise. His first advertisement for pushpins was in the Ladies' Home Journal. It cost him $168. And the company continued to grow. It incorporated in 1904. It was the Moore Pushpin Company. And over the next few years, he in invented and patented many other items like picture hangers and map tacks. And from 1912 to 1977... Where's that guy? Where's that guy? Ah. Hey. Hi. What are you doing? Are you the guy that's giving advice? No, I don't... Well... Excuse I, me. Yes, I, yeah. I have... I did give... My wife believe... She said that you're the guy that gave her advice. I did my best to explain the female menstrual cycle to her, and I did it very poorly. Really? Yes. So you're the one that made me have sex with my wife while she was on her cycle. What the hell, man? The hell? I'm scarred for life. <laughs> you, I knew this was going to happen. I knew that, you were, that she was going to misunderstand what I had explained. Oh, you explained it. What? You know everything about a woman's cycle. You mansplained it to her. And then look what happened I, to me. What happened to you? Don't just look down here. I can't look, look down, at I'm it. I'm not going to look down at your... I don't... I'm so sorry. I, the man taught me how to use the snippers, and I didn't mean to do that to you, sir. <laughs> oh, you you didn't have intercourse with your wife on her cycle. You just got a, a recreational circumcision. No, it was all happening at the same time. Yeah, it was a mess. There were so many people in there. Oh, there were God. a couple of ghosts and an elf or... Or a demon. Uh, you guys have got to get out of here and get the go grab some paper towels out of the bathroom and I, sop up I, the trail of I blood. Say, uh, What's I, your I, advice, I, all right? There's a believe, lot of pleasure, a lot I, of pain. I believe you have my circumcision. <laughs> okay, and that is it. Uh, the Moore Pushpin Company uh, from 1912 to 1977 was on Berkeley Street in Germantown, Philadelphia. Uh, and now it still occupies a well-equipped plant in Windmore, Pennsylvania, a suburb of, of Philadelphia. And the business is still exclusively devoted to manufacturing and packaging little things like pushpins. And that is the history and origin of the pushpins. The bloody history. <laughs> oh, no, it's Santa. Will, you've been a very naughty boy, I hear. I've been giving fine. away bad advice. I didn't mean to. That's got to count for something. Like my intentions were pure. Oh, your intentions. Okay. So your intentions were pure, but the actions were bad. Hmm. That puts you somewhere in the middle. Oh, oh no. Oh no. No, Sam. Oh, 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 Don't send me to purgatory. Oh. <laughs> I'm not dead yet. So I. I, and that's actually more comforting for me because I was a sh I was sure that I was probably going to be a hell person. So that is the Distraction Podcast. You're welcome. The history of the pushpin. Uh, joining me tonight, performers included Brad Scott, Matt Kirchhoff, <laughs> Aaron Stillerman, and scoring everything uh, so lovely, Paige Scott. And I am Will, your host. Please do not listen to my interpretation of the female menstrual cycle. <laughs> <laughs> Ha <laughs> ha
<laughs> See you next time. Da, 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 da. Distraction. 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 Distraction. Red Curve. Red Curve Comedy Network.